celebrate, man. I love getting excited on a Sunday morning. Woo. Come on. When I, man, I'm supposed to preach. Whenever I, whenever I just feel God move in the way that he has moved this morning, when I see my family members stand up and say, I don't want to be messed up with this stress or whatever anymore and they stand on the name Jesus and they throw their hands up and they say God you can have me and you can have my situation let me tell you something that gets this Pentecostal boy real excited real excited Woo! and I try to be all tough and strong but I get up here and I start leaking you know because when I just when y'all when I think about and experience and see the goodness of God it just gets me messed up come on and when I say messed up, I mean in a good way. Because, listen, even if God tears you apart, if God breaks you down, you're still set up better than if you set yourself up. Come on, somebody. Come on. I want to talk this morning about the thought that counts. Except I want to change your mind on that and say it's not the thought that counts. If you want to look at James with me, not Brother James, but we're happy to see you, Brother James. He's so good. I'm going to speak very briefly because I believe that I cannot add to what God has already done in this house, to the life change, to the impression he has made on us. So good. So good. I do need to announce we will not gather this evening for Elevate. Um, we will gather Wednesday for small groups. We're going to look at James chapter 2, starting at verse 14 this morning. And if uh, my version's a little different from the version on the screen, so uh, I'll just read that one so we don't get too confused. It says, What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions, can that kind of faith save anyone? Oh my. Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say goodbye and have a good... Come on, switch with me. I'll, I'll switch down here. There we go. All right. Have a good day. Stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does it do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. And uh, it is dead and useless. Now, someone may argue that some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. Come on, Brother Paul. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even, come on, watch this. Even the demons believe this. And they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Come on, we'll stop right there. Can we pray one more time? God, just give me the words to say over the next few moments. 
as I convey a message that I feel like you've placed on my heart. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and your presence in this house so far today. You are so good, and we worship you. Can the church family say amen? Amen. Thank you, First Lady, for backing me up. You always make me sound good. What good is it, my brothers and my sisters, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Let me tell you something. It's not the thought that counts. I knew a lady that uh, would say, I love you, I love you, I love you. She would say it a lot. She would say to everybody she knew. And she threw the L word around. Everybody, anybody ever been told that? Like you were, you were 16, you were in a relationship, and somebody said, I love you. And you were like, uh, you know, it freaked you out bad. You know, uh, I told my, one of my first girlfriends, I said, hey, I said, I want you to know, babe, I love you. <laughs> and then the phone, y'all, the phone made the weirdest song. It went. <laughs> Listen, I knew this lady. And she would say, love you, love you, love you, love you. And I remember we went somewhere. And I watched this lady, hugged this, this lady, she, another, another lady she knew. And she, she said, hey, girl, love you. And not five, ten seconds later, she said, oh, my gosh, I cannot stand her. <laughs> you lied. It's not the thought that counts. If someone says, I love you, but they don't live that love out, come on, guys, come on. Come on, if someone says, I love you, but they don't show that love through some works, through some deeds, through some attitude, through some forgiveness, come on, you tracking with me? Then I don't know about that love. I don't know about that love. And so, you know, we, and we say it in this house a lot, love you, love you, love you. But let me tell you something. This family shows it. This family shows it. We love each other in this house. We check on each other, man. It, uh, it, people miss church, and it's people texting them. Come on, hey, I missed you this morning, missed you this morning. And so, I, man, I embrace that, and I just cherish that. But see, here's the thing. It's no good just thinking about it. Have you ever seen somebody, if you're on Facebook, you've seen somebody say this right here, sending thoughts and prayers. What? Sending prayers. What? Man, I tell you, don't, do, don't even say that unless you are actively praying for somebody. Come on, because you're being dishonest with yourself and you're being dishonest with them. Don't say that. Something goes on weird in the world, everybody's profile picture ch uh, changes to a certain country's flag. You know what I'm talking about. It changes. And, y'all, listen, I, I get it. I get what you're doing. I get you're showing support. But does that really make a difference? Does that really make a difference? Come on, let's talk about missions. If we say we love missions and we love BGMC and we love Speed the Light and we love all this stuff, we love Teen Challenge, but we never give and we never show support and we don't pray for those ministries, then do we really love them? Do we really support them? Come on, come on. It's not the thought that counts. It's the action that counts. Come on, it's the action. If you think about doing something, but you don't do it, then your thought is pretty useless. When I say, hey, Brittany, I think I'm going to mow the grass. She goes, okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to go out there with a rake. She says, over there. <laughs> I think that's useless. 
That's useless, church family. And listen, obviously, you've got to think a little bit, okay? You've got to plan things out. And it's, you know, it starts in your mind. It starts in your heart. But unless that thought goes to these feet, come on, ain't nothing happening. Unless that thought goes to these hands, ain't nothing happening. Come on. Are you with me this morning? That's what, you know what? We're supposed to be hands and feet. Come on. We are the body of Christ. And if you are just thinking about it, I think it'd be great, Pastor, if we could just minister to our community. I think it'd be great, too. Let's do it. Come on. Y'all getting too quiet, man. Let me go back over here. <laughs> I'm going to come down there in a minute. Come on, it's not the thought that counts. It's the action that counts. Come on. If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, but doesn't supply, what is that? What is that? Y'all, come on. And we know that we don't want an inward church. We want an outward church. And so let's, let's talk about ministry to, ministering to our community. Come on, examine yourself in 2022 and ask yourself honestly, like, hey, was, was I really hands and feet to my community? Was I really hands and feet to my community? And I think the answer is probably yes, but we could do more. We could do more. Come on, come on. We could do more. What would happen if we decided to just outreach and give like crazy. So much that people gossiped about this church. I don't know how a church has any money. They just do so much stuff. Come on, come on. That's my dream. That's my dream for this house, that we just give and give and give and go and go and go like never before. Come on, can I speak that for this year? That we, that we live for Christ like never before, we give like never before, and we go like never before. Come on, I wish you get excited with me this morning just thinking about it. Because here's what happens, church, in, 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 in our modern era. There are so many people that are jaded towards the church. They're worried, and they have, there's, a, there's something called church hurt. And people, they don't even want to set foot in church. They don't, even, they, don't, they don't want to watch a broadcast from church. They don't even want to listen to Christian music because they got hurt so bad. Do you know what happens when you stop thinking about loving on people, when you stop thinking about ministering to people, and you actually do it? Those hurts are healed. Come on. Come on. Those hurts are healed. Those people that have that jaded heart, that jaded attitude, and they're so afraid of going to church because the people are bad, and the people are mean, and the people, whatever, whatever. When you stop thinking about ministry, because you're all ministers. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. You're all ministers. When you stop thinking about it and you start doing it, those people come home. Come on. Let me say it again because I want you to embrace that. When you stop thinking about ministry and you start getting out there and you get in the midst, I'm coming over here, y'all, and you get in the midst, because I want you to get this with me. Those people, they come home. Those people come home. Those people who abandoned Jesus because someone that said they were a Christian forgot that uh, they should act like one at all times, <laughs> those people begin to get healed and they start to come home. 
So stop thinking about ministry. Let's start doing ministry. It's not the thought that counts. It's the hands and feet moving that counts. Come on. Something that, that gets me is when people name their, their business after Jesus. You ever seen that? And it, if you have a business named after Jesus, I'm not hating on you. But I'm just like, man, what is that? You know, let's make sure our works reflect Jesus, not just our title. Let's make sure our, the, what we do, the way we speak, the way we live reflects Jesus and reflects the change in our lives. Can I just help you with something this morning? Listen, I love the old school tent revivals. Come on, Brother Claude, one of our deacons, he, he came to me. He said, Pastor, I think it'd be great if we had a tent revival. I said, Claude, I love your heart, man, but they ain't got air conditioning. You know? <laughs> He said, you got to suffer for Christ. I said, no, I don't want to. Listen, I love old school tent revivals and crusades. Come on, I remember we had one out here one time before the blacktop, y'all, okay? Nobody burnt to death. It was still grass out there. But I remember we had one out here, and it was so good. And I was just a little kid, snot nose, running around. I love those things. And a lot of people came to Jesus. A lot of maybe your grandparents or parents or whoever came to Jesus in those old revivals. But can I tell you something? They didn't have no tent revivals when the early church began. Oh. <gasps> They didn't have no tent revivals when the early church began in those cities. Do you know what brought people to Jesus like crazy? Every day they were coming. Do you know what brought them? Life change. They looked at their neighbors and they said, hey, you're different. You have peace in your heart. You have joy in your mouth. Come on. You speak good things and truthful things, and there's something different about you. What happened? And they say, it, it has a name, what happened to me, and that name is Jesus. Come on. They didn't just think about their faith. They lived about their faith. Come on. That's where we got to get church family. We've got to get where we live. And I'm not saying you don't do it, but I'm encouraging you to do it more than ever. I'm encouraging you to live out that faith loudly, stupidly, where people don't even understand. Like, why is this guy, why did you forgive me? I was a total jerk to you. And you say, well, because I don't just think about my faith. I live it. Come on. Now, Paul says something, or uh, not Paul, James, says something here. He says, you believe that God is God. You believe in God. But even the demons believe. Even the dark forces that surround you believe. Believing. No, we're not just believing. We're doing. We're going to walk our faith out. We're going to run even our faith. We're going to embrace uh, the call of Christ and the purpose that he has placed on our hearts. Because even a demon believes. Come on. Even those dark things believe. And I, here's what happens, guys. I believe that when you, when you begin to walk your faith out, when you be, begin to act, instead of just thinking about it, when it becomes action, when it becomes lifestyle, I think that every demon in your geographical area knows. The word spreads. They're not omniscient. They don't just know everything. But that the word spreads. And, and these spirits watch you. 
and they want to destroy what you're doing. Because the worst thing that can happen is for a Christian to get empowered and start walking their faith. Come on, not just think about it, not just watch, you know, some, some reruns of whatever Christian preacher TV show. When, when a Christian person says, no, I'm going to stand upon the word of God and I'm going to walk my faith out. I'm going to live my faith out. I'm going to do this thing because I am called to a purpose that is bigger than anything I can even understand. Come on. When you do that you better believe that there's an attack coming there's an attack coming when you enter ministry there's an attack coming there is a frustration there is an issue in your marriage they are going to attack you on all fronts and try to break in your house and tear everything apart because you're not just thinking about faith you're living faith come on you're walking that faith out you're you're, you've put action to it come on And so what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? We stand on the word of God. Come on. The B-I-B-L-E. James goes on to talk about Abraham and his action, that he put action to faith. Here's the thing, guys. I want you to remember this. I'm going to wrap up here because I gave you a little bit of a spooky, talking about these demons wanting to attack you. Can I tell you something right now? You are justified. You are justified. What does that mean? That means you're all good. You're good. When you work that faith out, when you walk in faith, Jesus has justified you. He has brought you out of the situation. Come on, we prayed about titles and names that were put on people. Jesus is over all those things. Come on, he's over all those things. And so when you begin to get embarrassed or you begin to worry about, you know, well, my faith is kind of loud, man. You know, I'm, I'm worried. I, I, get, I, don't, I don't know about praying for somebody. I don't know about witnessing to somebody. I don't know about doing all these things. When those feelings begin to creep in and when the battle begins to start, you stand up straight with your shoulders back and you say, you know what? I know who I belong to, and that's what my faith is grounded in. My faith is not grounded in a preacher. I love y'all, but don't ground your faith in me because I will fail you. And then you'll walk away from the church, and you'll blame me. You know, you, you'll, you'll blame Jesus for something I did. My faith is not in a preacher. My faith is not in a song. My faith is not in a church building. It's not in a community of believers. My faith is in Jesus. Come on. My faith is in that rock that cannot be moved, cannot be broken, cannot be shifted by anyone or anything or any time. Come on. Come on. Thank you. Thank you, Brooke. Gave me that amen. Listen. When you stand on that, come on, you get dangerous. You get real dangerous for the plans and the schemes of the enemy. Because all of a sudden, you don't just be some, you're not just a a little pushover Christian that gets really scared and timid. I don't think God wants timid people. I think God wants ferocious warriors. Come on. And when you stop thinking about faith and start doing faith, guess what? Woo! You become like a lion. Your faith becomes ferocious. And every spirit that tries to shut you down and quiet your mouth has to just back up. 
because you say you're not welcome here. My faith is strong and you are done. That is how you become a woo. Come on. Christians that act like that are dangerous, y'all. Christians that act like that are so dangerous to the enemy and all his plans and all his destructive things he wants to do. Christians like that go through trials and tribulations and still stand. Christians that don't just think about faith but that live faith, they go through loss and still stand and they don't, they don't abandon their faith asking God why. Come on. I think that's what God has called you to. God hasn't called you to just think about faith. God hasn't just called you to think about works. God has called you to live faith and to do works and to reach your community. Come on, come on. I want to get you excited this morning. I want to get you excited because we have a redeemer that fights for us. We've got a champion that fights for us. So we don't have to be chicken. We don't have to be afraid. We can stand up. Live faith out loud, come on, and on purpose. Y'all with me this morning? I want to leave you with that. Be, Be emboldened this morning. Come on. Be excited this morning as you leave. Say, hey, you know what? You know what? Maybe pastor had a point. Let's not just think about faith in 2023. Let's not just think about ministry. Let's not just think about giving to, you know, uh, Speed the Light or BGMC or Teen Challenge or, or whatever. Listen, let's not just think about those things, but let's put action behind words. Let's be the, the hands. Come on, let's be the feet, and let's get out there and fight. Because let me tell you something. There is a darkness that was trying to fight like a tidal wave and take not just our nation but our communities. Come on, attacking our little ones. No, sir, we're not standing for that. We are not standing for that because what are we doing? We're standing up straight, standing on the foundation that is Jesus. And we're going to live that faith. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Would you stand with me this morning? Woo! Listen, I am so 